Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Because Big Mike has got the life starting now. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike. Mike Zlatnik. Today it is my pl- pleasure and a privilege to welcome David Leko. Hi, David. Hey, Mike. I'll tell you what. You're one of my favorite people that I get to see once a quarter at the Collective Genius Mastermind. I've really enjoyed getting to know you there. Yeah, I appreciate that. I was going to say he's a brother from the CG Mastermind, which <laughs> most of my audience knows what it is. And... uh He's the uh, founder and CEO of The Deal Machine. So uh, before we jump into the... Oh, and this episode is going to be all about using of artificial intelligence, AI, uh, in real estate. So it should be a very interesting and exciting episode. But we do that. Would you be so kind as to tell us uh, about you, where you live, a little bit about Deal Machine? Absolutely, man. Uh, I've got two cats and they are toilet trained. <laughs> and uh, my License plate also says cat dad. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not that into cats, but I did take a storytelling class last year and I learned the importance of a solid through line. So I figured I'd give you a couple cat facts. Um, they're, they're bangle cats. And so they look like little cheetahs, but they're, they're domestic house cats and they're very entertaining to have around the house. Um, I live in Austin, Texas. And here, uh, I love wake surfing. There's a lake right outside by downtown, which is amazing. And I moved here about a year and a half ago um, just to get some more sunshine and be around more entrepreneurs. Uh, so I've really, really enjoyed my move here. That's really cool. Uh, I have a cat too, so I have a lot of uh, appreciation for cats. And they're interesting. Uh, but let's let's spend this episode talking about AI and real estate. We'll, we'll leave another episodes about cats for another time. So... That sounds good. Yeah. And, well, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, I got started in real estate back in 2017 and I was looking for a house that would cash flow, but I couldn't find any because they were all listed too high. I wasn't able to rent it for enough that would pay for the mortgage payment and give me some cash flow every month. So I went to a meetup and they said, I need to look for rundown houses, write down the address, look up who owns it and send them a letter. And that's exactly what I started doing. Uh, except for after a month of that, my stomach sank when I realized one of the houses I had on my list had had got bought and somebody was working on it. So I looked up what they bought it for and I was like, oh, damn it. You know, it was like a, a price that would have been perfect for me for my first deal. Um, so basically, I, I ended up making this app for myself. Uh, I, I had a software development background and it would just let me pin the houses. It would tell me who owns it and then let me send a piece of mail to the owner. And that's what Deal Machine had started as, is uh, like a driving for dollars solution to help me with my follow-up process. So I ended up doing uh, nine deals and they were off market, use the Burr, Burr strategy, buy, rent, renovate, refinance, repeat. Um, so you find such a good deal, you know, it ends up being like a free house that you don't have to put a down payment for, but you still have a lot of equity. Um, so, I mean, as you know, right, putting together a fund, uh, a big part of putting that to use is finding a really good deal. So that's that was my solution and how I uh, went about finding a good deal. Yeah, that's really cool. And then you evolve that software, I guess, into the deal machine, right? That's 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 what you that's what your product is today is the deal machine, right? Yeah. So there, there was actually a turnkey provider. One of their representatives, uh, Brittany, came to town from Texas once a month. I lived in Indianapolis at the time. 
And she would actually host a meetup where she'd teach wholesalers what they'd pay for a property. They actually had a spreadsheet that was like a three, two in this Washington township will pay $70,000 or whatever for that. So that gave me a lot of confidence. I was like, well, now I know how to go out and find deals because I need to get it at this price if it's a three, two in Washington township. So <clears throat> she heard about the little app that I made and she was like, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll spend a thousand dollars to try any new marketing. And so my jaw hit the floor and I set up my payment processor ASAP. You know, it, it wasn't meant to be a, a business, but when she said that, I was like, this is so easy. I didn't even have to work hard to sell this thing. And she's going to buy a thousand dollars, you know, worth of mail at the time. It was a free app. Um, and so that's, that's why I put it on the app store so she could get it on her phone. Very cool. And uh, do you have a big, big subscriber base at this point? A lot of folks using it? Yeah, we have about 15,000 like logins every month uh, from users. Now, some of those are team members from real estate teams, but it's definitely grown beyond way beyond what I ever thought I was doing when I made the first version of it. Right. Because I just thought it was for myself. Yeah, it's uh, well, if it's a good product, it always starts for your own use. You 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 eat your own cat food. Right. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then you uh, evolve it into uh, mass production, per se. Yeah, we definitely put it on the app store. Other people started to use it from that point. And uh, definitely really blessed with how many people found it and how how it seemed to catch on without doing even much marketing, especially at the beginning. That's great. That's a great, uh, what is it called? Um, organic. Uh, organic marketing, yes. Yeah. Great organic marketing. Yeah. So let's switch to the main topic use of AI in real estate. So mm -hmm. the floor is open. Talk to me about uh, how you're using AI in, in real estate. Uh, it's been, ChatGPT has been uh, almost transform transformational. I tried it a couple of times and boy, yes, some, some simple questions like, you know, what are the common mistakes uh, a new investor will make or even a sophisticated investor will make investing in real estate? And it gives you, a list of like 20 or 30 great topics. And they tried a few other questions. It's unbelievable. I mean, this thing knows uh, uh, worth of years of expertise from top of the line experts around the country. It oh, yeah. It knows. Write you a book on the fly. Right. I mean, it knows the 1% rule for buying a rental property, for example. And it can do math analysis as well. Well, it's not as good at math as it is as writing a blog post, per se. But so, one tip, though, if you're trying to do math, is you can use what's called recursion in your prompting. What What's become a new career is like prompt engineering. And uh, I've taken a few courses and as well as used it quite a bit. But one thing it, when it comes to math, for example, is if you give it like eight plus seven times 12 minus three, uh, or even if it's doing math, you know, to do the 1% rule, for example, uh, in real estate investing, if you add the sentence and show each step along the way, then it gives a much higher quality answer and gives you the right answer. Um, and so that's that's called recursion. So that's a prompting tip for anyone out there who's using chat GPT and is doing a math problem, which is included, you know, for analyzing real estate deals. Now, chat GPT is amazing. Um, and I use it even outside of real estate investing. Things like, you know, I, I could take the transcript from this call, put it into chat GPT and say, can you summarize this? Can you give me a title? Um, and if I don't quite like it, I could say, well, well, let's focus on using AI more so than, you know, finding an off-market deal, uh, for example. Or let, let's focus it on somebody who's, you know, brand new, actively looking for an off-market deal 
rather than a passive investor, for example. And so I just been playing around with it like that, which is really valuable. Um, we have a lot of data in Deal Machine. And so we created uh, this version of ChatGPT. It's powered by ChatGPT, but the difference is it knows real estate data. Like it knows liens, it knows mortgages, it knows you know how much they paid, how long they've owned it, how old the owner is, what the comparable sales are from the MLS data. And so um, I wanted to show you, like you could actually say, uh, let me clear this chat and start over. Uh, you could say like analyze this property. And so you click on it and it's going to say wholesaling, fix or flip or buy and hold. And so I could say, well, let's check it out for buy and hold. Uh, the address is 2301 Calhoun Street. And it says, you know, yeah, it's a single family rental based on the 1% rule. The monthly rental requirements would be 988, uh, you know, and the estimated monthly rent from uh, various sources is 912, which is slightly lower, but it's kind of close, right? So I'd be like, oh, okay, quickly can see what it's getting for rent estimates. And I could see if this property might actually work out for, you know what I'm saying, a rental property. So if I understand this correctly, you're using chat GPT, and if you're using other apps, uh, starting to share to do a quick analysis on some of these properties that you are potentially looking to uh, acquire, and the the AI is pulling you critical data, like what kind of rent you can expect, maybe uh, 1% rule, obviously, um, uh, does it, has it been trained, or maybe you need to train the AI, it'll customize it to be specific to you. So your rule is, I'm looking for the deal, compute my max bid price based on uh, my standard conditions. And the standard conditions is you, you've taught the AI that for you, uh, that's what you're looking for. I'm, I'm right. just curious, it, 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 continue with this discussion a little bit, how you're using it uh, to help you uh, get better deals. Well, I'm always just using it quickly. So one thing that I get butterflies still, Mike, is whenever I'm going in to talk with somebody that called from my postcard, and you know they're like, "Hey, I want 160," and I'm a very analytical person. So normally I would go in and I'd take pictures, and then I would take 24 hours to figure out, okay, what what can I actually offer them, and then be really sure about that before I give them an offer. Um, but I live in Texas now; I'm still investing in Indianapolis, and so I've struggled with having the same confidence because I'm not there taking photos. But one thing I found that helps me is getting a ballpark about well how much I think it actually could cost to renovate this property, you know, and uh, actually like what the actual ARV of the property would be, you know, so I could just say like, can you, can you show me what the ARV would be for this property? And how do you know before I get on the call? And that, so that actually helps me just get a ballpark about, you know, what we're talking about in terms of the offer that I could probably make. So you can actually ask Chad GPT, what, what is the projected F3 pair value? So I can in Deal Machine because it's ChatGPT with the Deal Machine data. So unfortunately, regular ChatGPT doesn't have real estate data, but we license all the data from First American Title Company for the entire country. So they're giving us daily updates from all 3,000 counties on what properties sold for, which ones were cash transactions. We also get the MLS data feed. So it has access to that when you use it through an app like Deal Machine, for example. So you're using AI link through the Deal Machine app to mm -hmm. uh, get that business intelligence data. So it, it's, I guess, so how do you, I guess, is the deal machine on the back end 
tapping into chat GPT programmatically? Is that what's happening? Yeah, exactly. It's actually, you know, they have APIs that can power other tools and apps. So, so you're, big, you're making the big, API calls and then you're, 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 you're shipping in your questions through your, uh, I guess, through the app and the, the data feeds back to you and then you, you, you get that information back to your user. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like chatting with ChatGPT, except for we've also given it access to all of the real estate data that normal ChatGPT doesn't have. Yeah, th this is really uh, this is really cool. Um, it's I guess it, it's not just using AI, but using AI in a programmatic way um, and enhancing your technology solution to the to your audience with the capability of the of the AI. Exactly. Uh, keep keep chatting. What else? So you you pro programmatically tapping in. Are you using it any other way? I'm just curious. So that's actually, you're the first person I heard, I guess, programmatically. And I'm, maybe I'm not an expert. Maybe this is being developed left and right. People are plugging into their API uh, uh, and developing really cool advanced features of their own apps. Yeah. Like the most popular company that did this was Jasper. They are using OpenAI's like API. Jasper is not their own API, but they're a unicorn company. They got valued at over, uh, they raised a hundred million dollars. So that means they have a billion dollar valuation. So, and the, the AI is not even theirs, right? They're using it in a strategic way through the API that OpenAI offers. So yeah, a few things um, you could say, help me write a cold call script. Um, so that's, that's generating that. You can also always ask it follow-up questions and be like, well, what if I you could chat with it, just open, not even have to do the prompts, but you could chat with it by saying like, well, what if I got under contract for this, would it still work out as a deal? Or what if I had a loan and that was at 7.6%, uh, would it still be a cash flow? Would it cash flow at least $500 a month, for example? Um, a few other like pre-done prompts that we have here uh, would be, you know, calculate the offer price, help me find a title company, help me calculate the repairs on this property, help me practice negotiating, uh, let's see, can you write me an SMS message? Um, and so it would just insert, you know, just who owns the property in, in terms of the text that it would write for you as well. I'll tell you what, the main thing I use it for is analyzing the property to say like, Hey, what do you think this property is worth? Uh, for me, that helps me get through the hump, uh, the little butterflies that I feel when I'm about to talk to a, a brand new seller for the first time. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Not only that, using your uh, suggestion that you you mentioned previously on the podcast, like show me the work, <laughs> and then how yeah. did you compute? How did you compute this this this? Uh, and I guess the the AI throw can can show you the the depth of the data, right? And how it it came up with a with a target number. It'll tell you how it came up with the target number, right? So let's see here. What are the comps on this property? And it's it's on the fly, running the data, uh, and then pulling up the comps on the fly. Right, exactly. That's really cool. And does it do it only for residential, or does it do it for commercial too? In other words, um, so residential is is you know comparable map, uh, you know comps approach, very standard, three bedroom, two bath, eighteen hundred square feet, kind of. I mean, you could probably in this neighborhood, it can figure out comps relatively well. But if you're going with a commercial property, let's just say small multifamily or large multifamily, 
is this is this smart enough of the stage to pull the comps? Um, hey, the, in the last six months, the following you know ten similar commercial properties sold in this area. I mean, I'm just curious how how evolved it is already. Yeah, I mean, I have not personally used it for commercial properties, but I'd really like to see how that works. Could, could we try asking it some questions about a commercial property? Maybe maybe one that you are familiar with and see what it says. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, you could. You, well, you're from, you're from Indianapolis, right? I am. So let's use the Riverbend Apartments. Uh, okay. As a kind of comp, what what's the what's the value of Riverbend Apartments? We have an investment in that project. I'm just curious. What what's the address? Oh, I don't have the address. It should be smart enough to figure it out. I, I have the address. I just have to look it up. It'll take a little, little while. But can it can it find it based on Riverbend Apartments in Indianapolis? Uh, no, we'll have to give it an address um, because the way it works is it you you open the app and you open the property in Deal Machine, and then the AI knows all the information about that property that you have open. Yeah, I got, I got you. Uh, well, keep chatting. I'll look up the address. Okay, yeah, no problem. I got a Google search here too. I think I found it. 8850 Riverbend Parkway. Yeah. Yeah, 850 Riverbend Parkway in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's correct. Yeah. So let's let's see if we can analyze this property for buy and hold. It's a multifamily property with 48 units. Is that right? No, that's a 996 units. It has 996 units? Yes. Unless you got something else. Oh, wait. I did 8900 Allisonville Road. No, no that's, that's incorrect. That's yeah. that's incorrect. It's 8850 Riverman Parkway, Indianapolis. Almost 1,000 units. Man, I see that thing. That thing is sprawling. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a large apartment complex. So, um, but I'm just curious if it if it can actually do the analysis on that type of property. Okay, so something with the data uh, that I'm looking at, the way that it's uh, classified as the county, it's it's not letting me select eight eight five zero. It's it's bringing the map over there and then only selecting eight ninety. So let's just pretend it is forty eight, uh, because I think that's all I have access to, like at the moment. Um, sometimes the county, uh, data that we have does funny things like that. It does say, okay. So 8,900 Allisonville road, it says that the assessed value is $43 million. Is that in the ballpark of, of your whole complex or is that, uh, probably just, no, 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 that that's, that is not correct. That's a, that's a much larger complex that Riverbed. I mean, Riverbed apartments is, is valuation is probably much closer to 180. 200 million. It's a bigger, you know, it's a thousand doors. Got it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So unfortunately we can't select Riverbend just based on limitation of the, uh, the deal machine app that we've got the, uh, the data selecting here. Um, but th is this it actually, is this, is this like map it, uh, or is that a different, I, 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 I you know, <laughs> I'm not hundred percent sure. Try another one. Try okay. the Lake Castleton apartments in Indianapolis. Okay, which one? Okay, let's find that address. Uh, Lake Castleton Apartments. Uh, it's uh, 7601 Carrollton uh, Arms Drive. C-A-R-L-T-O-N Arms Drive. 6701 Carrollton Arms Drive. Okay, I found it. No, uh, it's, it's 76. I'm sorry, 7601. 
Oh yeah, I must have said it wrong. All right, so clicking that, and okay, Lake Castleton Apartments LLC. Let's analyze the property for buy and hold. Yes, All curious right, says, what what it's going to say. Now it says twenty four units. Is that correct? No. Oh, <laughs> you need to fix the app. Th th that is a twelve hundred sixty one apartments. It's a large apartment complex. Gotcha. So yeah, I, I, I guess the the sale price was ninety six million dollars. No, it's more. It's uh, okay. actually more. It's yeah, so, uh, 170 million. Uh, but uh, I guess it's not ready for on the fly analysis of the large commercial assets. Well, this is actually the, the data that we get from First American. And so, see, I mean, I have a part. Basically, what they give us is the parcel ID, and then they give us uh, the actual units count. And so, I wonder if I plug this parcel ID into you know, the county website, if I actually get anything else, I bet it's just the same. Um, so I'm sure there's just some discrepancy there with uh, the, the AI is only as smart as the data that we can give it. You know what I'm saying? And I haven't done a lot of uh, commercial analysis, actually. It, it, it's fine. So it, it's an interesting example. We just did an experiment, live experiment, literally uh, on a podcast recording to uh, uh, see what it can do. And it's probably not 100% ready for uh, commercial, but uh, it probably works really well on the uh, residential. But the power uh, the power of AI uh, is already there and it's evolving. It's evolving, rapidly evolving, and you can probably expand uh, uh, kind of the ability to learn and to deliver uh, relevant data to make the decision uh, way faster. Uh, 100%. Mike, have you used any AI just in real estate investing or any other method? The only thing I can tell you that we, we've, as I said, we've, we've um, tried to use Shed GPD simply uh, asking some questions uh, and getting some answers. Um, again, uh, for the sake of some articles and some other um, sort of just generally learning experience, not necessarily um actively making investment decisions gotcha uh, but it is more of a supportive supporting role and uh one of the ideas we've entertained and i think it's really really powerful when we produce uh our weekly newsletter uh we, we, you know what are the hot topics in real estate trending i mean the, the, the chat gpt can give you a whole lot of uh news articles and what's going on on a short notice just to get you the breadth of knowledge it used to be um, you 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 have to go read Wall Street Journal or or other sources, and um, you have to sort of go find them. Now ChatGPT finds you all these articles, and it says, "Hey, you know, commercial real estate here, are the latest uh, news stories." And it it, it kind of consolidates uh, information, and you can give it some more filters. So from that that that's kind of what we used. It's not not to help in making investment decisions yet. So ChatGPT knows the internet up to 20, 2021, I think, right? Are, but if you are you using any other tools for putting together like newsletters and articles like that that are uh, analyzing current current events? Well, we're, we're learning. That, that's that's my point. So we are exploring what do we do, how uh, uh, how um, how we can improve. So it, it's basically a learning journey right now. We're not yet using it heavily in our news production. We're just exploring what else we can do to get uh, to use uh, AI in our business. Again, 
uh, our business of investing is very different. So it's slow business. What I would say when you invest in real estate, uh, as much as you sometimes want to act fast, you really don't. You really have to be patient and you have to make sure that you're getting into the right deal. So gotcha. it's analysis combined with the whatever intelligence you can gather. Uh, gotcha. Nonetheless, uh, we're exploring where else we can we can start using that. That's why we're having this conversation. That's why this this podcast episode is is you know it's the first step in the discovery of what what else you could use right AI for. Well, one thing that I have used it for is also if you take a long format video like this and you plug the URL into opus pro opus pro. It'll actually make a bunch of short form videos for you and it will actually, you know, create the most interesting clips, 15 of those little clips um, in a matter of like 10 minutes. And so I think that's really interesting for consumption, but also if you're trying to make short form videos to post on Instagram, it's very time consuming to go through a long format video like this and, and figure out like, well, what's the most important thing? One of the things it'll, it'll break your own video into a whole bunch of sub videos. Is, is that what you're saying? It will, yeah. In ten minutes, take the most interesting, most impactful parts and break that out for you, which is imp- and, and it does also the captions and everything. It's wild. Wow, that that is powerful. That, that, that by the way, that that idea what you just mentioned is super powerful. Uh, I, I know I could use it because I record sometimes educational content for thirty minutes, and what you just said, you can take a thirty minute content and break probably into ten three minute contents. Um, yeah with some, you know, because consumption of a 30 minute content is hard and a three minutes is a lot easier. Most right. People have enough patience for a three, five minute video. Right. Just following up on why I think that multifamily stuff maybe didn't work well. When I looked up that address, 7601 uh, Carlton Arms Drive in Indianapolis, I got a property that was assessed in 2022 for $40 million, which is what it showed up in Deal Machine as well. So it just it just has to be some kind of uh, data glitch. Yes, it, it has to be some way that the county is classifying this massive property in a way that I don't know how to search for it. At least, no worries. I appreciate that. Um, uh, as usually, good episodes run out of time too fast. So I appreciate you coming on a podcast. Uh, we're out of time, but very quickly, how would folks get a hold of you? How do they their website for Deal Machine? Yeah, the website's dealmachine.com. I'm on Instagram as dleco, and that would be a great way to get in touch with me. Thank you, David. Really appreciate you coming on the podcast. We'll keep chatting. Maybe we'll have uh, AI in real estate 2.0 discussion in a few months. So thank you for coming on the podcast. That would be amazing. Thanks, Mike. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun Book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's slot name. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.